0: Okay, we are in Sefer Yona, Yonah, Perik Daled, which is the last Perik of Yonah, Pasuk Olive vayera El Yona Ra Gadola. So when we completed Perik Gimel, Yona was at the crest of a tremendous prophetic triumph, something no Navi had done before or after. He had triggered a mass tshuva movement among a nation that was not Jewish, was in fact a pagan nation. He had done it with five short words and they had completely done the tshuva ahead of any deadline he gave them of 40 days. So you would think that he would be thrilled he would be ecstatic he would be ready for the next assignment but he's not to the contrary he is crestfallen he is angry he is um, confused and and obviously as we're going to see he's suicidal why is he so despairing over what should be the happiest moments of his life so there are three Separate pshatim uh, I would share with you that the Navi gives us. (coughs) Rashi there says uh, that what he said to himself was They're going to say I'm a Navi Sheker. Why? Because they're going to say it didn't happen, the punishment. I predicted a terrible thing for them, it didn't happen, they're going to say, because I didn't have the power to do it, because I'm in Navi's check-out. is what Rashi says. The what, what punishment didn't happen, <clears throat> what punishment did he predict that didn't happen? That if you don't within 40 days, mahapecha, the whole city will be overturned, he told them. Those was his five words. He says, if you don't do repentance in 40 days, the whole city will be destroyed. So no one would believe that they that they did tshuva. Is what you're saying? We'll come to that. That may be one of the reasons. But they're saying that because it didn't happen, the, the people are going to say, sure, he couldn't deliver. He's a navi sheker. But he's a totally wrong. And Rashi, in, in his interpretation, is wrong. And let me share with you the Rambam in... Hilchos um, Yisodei Torah says in Halacha Daled and Peridot, the litmus test for a novi shekel, and basically what he says, and I'll just say it out first, is that if a novi predicts something terrible will happen, as Yona did, and it doesn't happen. That doesn't mean he's a Navi Shekhar. To the contrary, he's a Navi Ms. Because when the Kaddish Barakas sees that there's Shuvah, for a variety of reasons, he suspends the punishment. When a Navi tells you something good is going to happen, and it then um, does not happen, he's a Navi Shekhar. He's an Abhishekhar because we have a principle that when the Kaddish Baruch who says something good will happen, it will happen. Let me just read the language of the Rambam because it's it's uncommonly beautiful. Says the Rambam, jivrei Yus things, words of punishment, shanavi omer, kugon sheyomar, like he says, ploni yomus, this and this person will die. Oshshem haploni shano, Rav, or within the year there will be famine, or oh, milchama, or oh, war, or things like that. He predicts calamities. omdu if these things do not occur, ein so, ha this is no cause for suspicion on his nevuah. There ain't no mim This was something just didn't happen. Why? Shachadis baruch hu erech apayim. Hashem is merciful, rav chesed. And uh said the Nih and he will change of course Khavyochul his mind on the evil if they do. The Fsha Ashuva, Lohem Khan and Shah Ninve, and they will be forgiven like the people of Ninveh, says the Rab Ramba. Aval Imiftiakova. The Navi promises good thing, the Yomashe Kakh, it'll be like this will Low uh, you know for sure he's a Novi sheker. Um, why? Because the Hashem, the Chodesh Baruch, who says something good will happen, it will happen. So, we've demolished through the Rambam Rashi's first theory that why is Yonah so mad? Why is he so despairing? Because he's going to say. I predicted bad and it didn't come, they're gonna say I'm a Novi Shekhar. No, precisely the opposite. If it were good and it didn't happen, you're a Novi Shekhar. Here you're a Novi MS. So we need another theory. Why? The Radak says that Yonah uh, just feels misused here. He feels that what happened here is that he was used as an instrument for Assyria. It's a tremendous busha and bizayon for his nation. And what it does at the same time is embolden Assyria. And as we know, Assyria ultimately becomes the nation that is the rod of destruction to Bnei Yisrael when Sancheiru comes and exiles the 10 tribes. and he's thinks to himself that he's responsible for it. He's brought a tremendous humiliation to his people. He's emboldened the nation that's ultimately going to destroy his nation. He is furious at having been used as such. Third is a Barbanel. Barbanel says that Yonah's angry because he knows that they did not do complete Shuva the people of Ninveh. Yes, they did Hamas bi They did the Ben-Odom l'chavero. They haven't begun to touch, according to Yonah, Ben-Odom Mokom. So it was not a complete tshuva. So why did the Kaddish Baruch Hu forgive them? So as we see, He's furious. He prays to the Kaddish Baruch Hu. Fayoman he says, Ona Hashem, God, Halo Zed Varai Ad Hayosi Ad wasn't this what I said while I was still on my native soil? Al Kane Kidamti Livroach Harshisha. That's why I fled to Chashish. Kiyodati Kiyata Hanun Khanunbarakum I know you are a merciful God, Erech of compassion, the chesed, of righteousness, the al-harah, and you will reverse an evil decree, so that therefore I knew before we started that you were going to forgive them, that my Nebuah would reach them, you were going to forgive them, and they did not deserve the forgiveness. It is, as I say, a tremendous humiliation to B'nai Yisrael, because here we saw, with five words, he got the whole nation, plus the king, from the eldest to the youngest, to do total tshuva. Um, in Italy, and it is a bizarre, we know, Israel has had prophets come in daily for centuries and haven't done tshuva. So he is, feels the humiliation of his people, and he feels he has created an asher that will now destroy them, and he is just despondent about his role in it. Vatashem now, Kachna Esnafshi, take my life, me many, he told Mosimechay, it is better that I die and be spared from seeing the disaster that is going to come to my people and that I not witness it. So what is this similar to of course Moshe? Moshe, when Bnei Yisrael sin says, "Macheni no misiprcha, erase me from your book. I do not wish to see this." But Hashem, Haknas Nasi, Kitev Moshe mi'chayay. But Yomer Hashem, And Toldos Baruch Hu says to him, "Hayitzav haraloch? Are you really that angry?" It's a rhetorical question. What are you so angry about? It also implies in the question that I'm going to give you an answer. Why I did it, um, and are you so angry because I intervened to save a nation of the world, a city of 120,000 people? No, that's no reason to be angry. By <laughs> Yona a'ir, goes out of the city. By Mi mikhedem lo'ir, dwells. Picks himself a spot to the east of the city. By Yaslosham suka. He makes himself a sukkah as a protection against, as we're gonna see, intense heat. By Yeshev he sits in the shade. At Asher Yura yeba'ir He is picking a vantage point. From which he can observe my as the Radak says, he wants to see lo b'tshuva sam. Maybe they're not going to stand according to their chuva And the Gezerah that the Baruch who had originally had me prophesy on them will be reinstigated. So now it's interesting in the portion pointed out that he here has become like a buzz of activity after the nebuah he goes to the east he sets himself up on as we're going to see under a tree he's waiting and watching contrast this with the behavior in Perikalef, where at the height of the storm and the disaster that's impending and the decisions that have to be made what does he do he goes down and goes to sleep here he is as active, as busy as a bee, monitoring the situation and the difference has to be noted. Also the similarity to Eliyahu, uh, in Malachim Aleph, Perek Elio Eliyahu has a disastrous experience with a prophecy and he escapes to the desert and he goes to sleep. He goes into a deep sleep and he's finally awakened by an angel at Kuddersburg who sends him that brings him food and forces him to eat. And this reinforces, by the way, a tremendous connection between Eliyahu and Yonah. Some of the measure says that Yonah may have been a child of Eliyahu. Some say that it was Eliyahu who had saved the boy who had given him Tchias HaMesim when the mother, uh, the son dies and the mother sends for Eliyahu who she is given such hospitality. So again, there is a connection between Eliyahu. So that is one of the theories. So meanwhile, he stays east of the city uh, and they make a sukkah and to protect him from the heat. And the Kodesh Baruch Bayiman is a word that we've seen before. Kodesh Baruch specifically designates. He designated that whale to swallow Yonah. We're going to see it used two more times here. And the purpose is we're going to see Bayiman is that it looks like Teva. It all looks like Neck, but it's not. It's the Kodesh Baruch the master orchestrator of everything that's happening. Bayiman Hashem He makes for him a Kikoyon. Kikoyon is a very leafy willow tree, according to some of It is a gourd tree, some others say. May al leona, he puts it above yona, le sale al rosho to give him shade above him, la seal lo me ra'aso, and to save him from his despondency, from his, the oppression of he's feeling. Va yona ala kikoyon, simcha he, has, he is rejoicing. There's a simcha gedola on this kikayon. Uh, notice the similarity of language of simcha gedola with uh, raw gedola, that he is so angry. And the question is, one, if he had the, the sukkah to shade him from the sun, why does he need a kikayon on top of the sukkah? And the reason is that it's the intense heat that's endangering Yoda. The Mephorshim say this has come about perhaps being swallowed by the whale. His skin has become much more sensitive to heat, and his body cannot tolerate the heat so that the sukkal was not enough. Or two, it, he has some sort of disease that he contracted either in the whale or in the sea. Uh, possibly, say some of malaria. So he is protected by both the Kikoyon, he's delighted with the Kikoyon. Vahiman, third time, hello, Kim Tolas. Now the Kaddish war, sends a worm, Ba'alos at dawn, the next morning, she devours that Kikoyon, taking away the shelter, and it withers. Again, Elohim As if that's not enough, the Kodesh Baruch brings an easterly wind of intense heat. It is on Yonah's head. Again, it is so bad. It is so endangering to Yonah. Again, for the second time. He asks to die my debt is better than my life, so we see this whole incident, not only didn't give him joy, um, the nevuah, it makes him virtually suicidal, it's so great is his depression. using that same language, that ha-chitiv uh, al ha-chal for um, ninve, so is your heart so saddened, is it at the kikoyon? admos so that you're feeling it, it's better to die than stay alive, hashem ato so you feel bad over the kikoyon, you had nothing to do with it, you didn't make it, you didn't grow it, you lived one night, died the next day, you had absolutely no role in it. And I shouldn't pity Ninveh, and I shouldn't be aggrieved over Ninveh like you're aggrieved over a leafy willow tree. that large city, it's 120,000, some people think it could be much more than use Rebo, it's 10 times that amount. They don't know their right from their left, but they're my children. Uh, and the animals, there had to be a compassion, there had to be a, a mercy shown them. Yona is silent, there is no answer. And that's the way it ends, which is a very strange way. Fortunately, the Yalkut Shimoni, a great commentator, provides a line of dialogue for Yona. That Yonah speaks in response to this in the Kaddish Wahu. And let me read it. But also, after Yonah hears this, he falls on his face. You who lead the world with compassion. And that it is written of you that you are the God of compassion and mercy and forgiveness. In other words, Yona accepts the reasoning of Hashem. And so what is the reasoning of Hashem? That we learned from this, the Kaddish Baruch Hu, it says, Yishmas um, Chai." To Varech The idea, the end purpose is that the world acknowledge your greatness. You are the creator of all mankind. Your compassion extends for all mankind. A Balchuva, if we've learned anything in this parrot, a Balchuva is always beloved and accepted by God no matter where he is, no matter who he is, no matter what nation he is. And that is the lesson of Yonah that we are a nation of Jews, but at the same time, they're a nation of humanity, that the Kaddish Baruch Hu is responsible, and our job is to become a light to that people, the ma'or lagayim, so that when the time comes in achris hayamim, there will be one God accepted by all. Israel will be the prime nation in the world, respected and beloved by all. And so that's a beautiful message, of Yonah, but perhaps so much appropriate to today, Rosh Chodesh El, where we start the month of Kapara and Slicha and Shuva, Eric Shabbos, it's a beautiful message to end with. Monday, 8.15, we begin the Navi Micha, you will not want to miss Micha, 8.15 AM Ad Khan.